Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. But it does. Teron Matthews, or Matthew, to the Colts as a safety to kind of share time with Julian Blackman and maybe a little bit with Kari Willis in the box safety. I don't know. Teron Matthews is one of those guys. He's a famous guy. Honey Badger from LSU. Three stops so far in the NFL. Really good football player. A terrific safety for the Chiefs the last three years. The first two... He was a first-team All-Pro. Could he come to the Colts and help that defense on the exterior? I'll tell you why it makes sense, why it doesn't. Michael Lewis is going to Ball State. We talked about it yesterday. Dane Fife would have been a terrific choice. Michael Lewis is a terrific choice. Good for Ball State. Uh, grabbing Michael Lewis. He's been an assistant at a lot of places, including Butler, including now at UCLA. He's going to be coaching tonight on Mick Cronin's staff as UCLA takes on North Carolina, the winner to face Purdue, because let's face it, Purdue's going to beat St. Peter's tonight. We'll talk about that game in a little bit, too. Indiana loses, in all likelihood, Rob Finnessy has entered his name in the portal. Brian Walsh has been elevated from the recruiting director position to an assistant coach position, replacing Dane Fife, which kind of lets you know that this was in the wind for a while. Dane Fife leaving the Hoosiers. Anyway, this is Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling for Friday, March 25th, 2022. I had to think a minute, but it's the 25th. Uh, We're brought to you, as always, by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. Wonderful people. Jared Johnson, the best. He's been in the house three times, done great plumbing work for us, great equipment, great tactical work in plumbing, and a great price, too. 765-610-8809, the number. Hit subscribe, punch a like button, ring the bell, let's go, let's talk about sports on a Friday. Look, it's spring. Spring Fridays are the best, baby. Except this weather isn't spring-like. This weather is February-like, not March-like. I like my March weather to be like April weather. This weather is more like February, and I don't like it. That's not the bargain that I make with the weather gods. Weather gods. December, January, February, 
March, about the middle of March. Cold. I got it. That's the way it works in Indiana. But when we get to late March, I want nice weather. All right. Let's talk about Teron Matthew, the safety, the honey badger. Been really, really good. Texans played with the Texans for a while. Most recently, he's been with the Chiefs. The Colts need a playmaker in back, right? They know that. That's why Chris Ballard took Malik Hooker with his first ever draft pick, 15th overall in 2017. Didn't work out because Hooker got hurt. Took Julian Blackman with the the third-round pick, knowing that Julian Blackman was healing up from a torn ACL. Blackman came back quickly, played really well as a rookie. Second year, things going well, and all of a sudden, he tears his Achilles. Instead of waiting for another guy to rehab from an Achilles, why not go ahead and sign Matthew over the top? They project him to be about a $15 million a year guy. This is not the way Chris Ballard normally does business. What he normally does is he builds from the inside out. This is what he talks about. But he understands the need for a really good safety, and Teron Matthew is terrific. Teron Matthew, over the last few years, last year not so great, right? He wasn't a first-team All-Pro anymore last year. He's going to be 30 years old. So he's more than halfway through his career. But he's still a really good football player, and he's terrific in coverage, and he understands going and getting the ball. In the last three years, 14 interceptions, four fumble recoveries, a couple of touchdowns. He is still a really good, really productive player. They say it's the Colts, Steelers, Bears, or Raiders. It's quite a list. I think the Colts have got a shot. They got over $20 million in cap space. If Matthew costs $14, $15 million, it's a lot of money for a safety, i got to tell you the truth, and it kind of rubs uh, Chris Ballard the wrong way to spend that kind of jack on a safety, but I think that this is one of the lone instances where fame's okay. We know who Teron Matthew is, right? He's famous. His brand value is just about parallel with his football value. But he showed over the last three years with the Chiefs that he could play winning football on the back end of that defense. I like Teron Matthew. I would love to see Chris Ballard kick the tires, see if he can get a deal done to bring in his free safety to help elevate Gus Bradley's personnel so he can go get the football some. 33 turnovers for Matt Eberfuss last year. You know what? How about turn some guys over because you force punts? That'd be a nice thing, too. I'd like to see that happen. I think Matthew would be a big part of that. Um, Purdue basketball. They got St. Peter's tonight. We're going to talk about Indiana in a second, but a comment just flashed up about Purdue. Who does Purdue have to stop to beat St. Peter's? (laughs) St. Peter's is a 15 seed who's lost 11 games, for God's sake. This is a walkover game in the Sweet 16 for the Boilermakers. I don't care what they say to the media. Uh, Zach Eady talking about, well, they, you know, we're treating them like a two-seed because they beat a two-seed. Really? Are you crazy? Have you looked at this team play? You got the one guy with the porn stash and the Gordon Hayward eyes. It, it, this is a ragtag bunch of guys. A 15-seed will not go to the Sweet 16. Purdue is going to win this game, and it's not going to be dramatic. It's going to be easy. They tip off at 7.09 tonight. There is no way, no way that Purdue wins or loses this game, and I'm not trying to jinx them. Give the old reverse jinx. I'm not doing that. There is no chance that Purdue loses this game. I keep wanting to say wins.
I'm going to be rooting for him too. You know what? It's not right for Indiana fans to root against Purdue and Matt Painter. It is not Matt Painter's fault that Bob Knight chose to offer a scholarship to Todd Leary instead of Matt Painter. It was down to those two guys. But Knight thought that getting Leary was going to give him a better chance of getting uh, Montross. So it went to Leary. Leary takes the scholarship, and Indiana doesn't get Painter, who goes to Purdue, and now he's a head coach at Purdue, and he keeps beating Indiana. And we don't like it, but we love Matt Painter. Matt Painter is just a good dude, good all-around dude. I hope he wins until the national championship game. I got to tell you the truth. If they get to the national championship game, I cannot root for Purdue because Purdue fans, if they win, they're going to say things like, you know what, it's been 35 years since Indiana won a national championship, and it hadn't even been 35 days since Purdue won a national championship. I cannot deal with that kind of harassment from Boilermaker fans. I won't do it. I can't have it. So once they get to the Final Four, and they're getting to the Final Four for the first time since 1980, which we keep bringing up is Indiana people to Purdue people, We're pretty merciless where it comes to that. Once they get to the national championship game or the final four, eh, the worm's going to turn a little bit, and we're no longer big Purdue honks. But until then, go Purdue, boiler up, way to go Matt Painter. Love to watch Jaden Ivey play. I hope he winds up on the Pacers. All right, Rob Finnessy is not, or he's entered his name in the portal. I guess that doesn't mean there's any finality to it. He's entered the portal. Michael Durr's entered the portal. Parker Stewart is not coming back to Indiana either. And you've also got Christian Lander, who's in the portal. Here's my thing. If I'm the coach, if I'm Mike Woodson, your name goes into the portal, ta-ta-ta-ta, it's goners. You're out the door. You're on a slow boat down the Jordan River to wherever you land next. You cannot come back. We are not having it. Once you go, you're gone. We're not in the business of welcoming fishermen who want to, you know, stick their uh, rod and reel in a waterway over here to find fish or over there. No, we want Indiana to be filled with Indiana. All right. You're a Hoosier when you're recruited. Stay at Indiana. I'm not interested in this transfer portal business as some kind of free agency. Stick your toe in the water and see who bites. To hell with that. You come to Indiana, you stay at Indiana. And if you put your name in the portal, pack a bag, pal. Because once your classes are over in May, bye-bye. Don't let the door hit you where the Lord split you. Ha! Uh, anyway, you've got those four guys leaving. Which means, uh, assuming that they leave. Assuming Mike Woodson is as big a hard ass as I am. Which is very unlikely. Uh, Indiana's got some decisions to make, and Michael Lewis may play a role in those decisions because he got Peyton Sparks. Peyton Sparks is 6'9", and he was really good as a freshman this past year for the, uh, for the Cardinals, Ball State Cardinals. He averaged 13.5 and 8.5 as a freshman in the MAC. That's pretty damn good. Indiana is going to need a big. Peyton Sparks would fill that role. He's from Westchester, Indiana. He was a true freshman. He's got three years of eligibility left. I'm all about him. I'm not big on transfers. I don't want the transfer portal to be where Mike Woodson goes for duct tape. 
I don't want duct tape. I don't want holes being plugged with the transfer portal. I want this program to be recruited through high school and and popped into Bloomington as four-year guys. That's what I want. That's how you build a culture. I'm not interested in, hey, we got a guy from Pitt. We got a guy over here, blah, blah, Central Florida, whatever. No, no. High school guys and Indiana guys. However, we're going to make an exception for Peyton Sparks because Peyton Sparks is really good. And let's face it, he's from Indiana. And if you're going to lose Lander and you're going to lose Fennessey, you lose some Indiana flavor, I'd like to see some come back. C.J. Gunn is coming as a recruit. We like C.J. Gunn. Really, really smart guy. Good shooter. Good defender. He's long. He's going to fit in Bloomington, and that's a good thing. Jalen hood Shafino, he's going to come to Bloomington, and let's roll back the hyperbole about Jalen hood Shafino. We do it every time. Romeo Langford, he, he's going to – we're going to the Final Four. Romeo Langford is a one-and-done. It's unbelievable coming from New Albany. This kid is going to be – stop. Right? Trace Jackson Davis, same thing. Cody Zeller, same thing as a freshman. Sophomore, different story. The last real freshman to come into Bloomington and meet expectations was Eric Gordon because Eric Gordon came in ready to play college basketball as a freshman, really came in ready to play NBA basketball as a freshman. Almost limitless range, great at creating contact contact and scoring the basketball. Really, really good. Elite level when he got to college. That doesn't happen very often. Indiana's women... They play tomorrow, 2 o'clock, against UConn, and I hope that they find a way to win. Indiana is one of those teams that you root for. They've got some talent, but they win through execution and through a collectivity that is palpable. You can see it on the floor, and you root for them like crazy because you can see that. They pull together, but when they play against a team like UConn, yikes. The women's tournament is uh, almost right to seed, right? In three regions, you've got three of the top four seeds. They've survived into the Sweet 16. And in the other, you've got three surviving uh, top five seeds. So it kind of, you know what? I, I don't think you need 64 in the women's tournament. You could do 32 or even 16, and you're going to wind up with a national champion. I, uh, they kind of played a seed more often than not. Hopefully, Indiana kind of bucks that tomorrow. More games tonight in addition to the first game, the Purdue game against St. Peter's. Please! It's like playing an intramural team, for God's sake. It's like Indiana has sent a team from the hyper to come play against Purdue. Take them lightly. You can't take St. Peter's lightly enough. Going to win by 35 points, for the love of God. Uh, Providence, Kansas. Kansas is going to beat Providence, although for Indiana fans, you got Al Durham in that game. UNC-UCLA game, I look, as much as I look for a team to root for, I look for a reason to root against a team once in a while. I have no reason to root against UNC. And, and while I love Michael Lewis, and he's a really good dude, and he's going to Ball State, and God bless him, coming back to his home state, he's a Jasper native and all that. You know what? Mick Cronin, I don't like Mick Cronin. And, and, and nothing specific. 
I just don't like his behavior. His, his sideline behavior grates on me, and I can't take it. I want Mick Cronin to lose. Is that wrong? And then you've got Iowa State and Miami. How in the hell are they in the Sweet 16? Their game guarantees, because Miami's uh, a 10 seed, Iowa State's an 11, or I may be getting that backwards. I don't know and I don't care. A 10 seed or an 11 seed is going to wind up in the Elite Eight. That's the way it goes. And then they're going to get their ass drilled in the Elite Eight, and somebody else is going to go to the Final Four. I don't even know who. I guess it's... uh, um, I guess, because I know the winner of UNC-UCLA plays against Purdue, and they will, Providence-Kansas. So it's going to be Kansas likely against Iowa State or Miami. All right. I'd love to see Providence get to the Elite Eight or the Final Four because Ed Cooley is a cool dude and a really good coach that always has Providence playing hard. All right. I cannot wait. Maybe over the weekend, if we hear something about the Colts, we may do a special. Who knows? More news from Bloomington, of course, will result in a special, at least a short. I can't wait to talk to you again. Subscribe. Why don't you?